0: Welcome to Hallmark Up with
1: Mary and Sarah.
2: We're joined by Matt and Michelle once again. We're very happy to have them back. Hi, everybody. Michelle has been doing this thing that it's her second annual edition of this where on her Facebook she hosts a Christmas carol tournament wherein Christmas carols compete against each other in a March Madness-style bracket. As opposed
0: to uh, like characters of a Christmas carol bracket?
2: Right. No, (laughs) that would also be fun. I wonder who would win. I feel like... I feel like Jacob Marley would take everybody oh, out, sure. to be but honest with you. Yeah. That, but
1: that, like, Christmas Future dude yeah,
0: it's
2: pretty creepy. Oh, Maybe no, the Ghost, like the of, Ghost of Christmas Nothing Future, version, you're right. Or the
1: Charles Dickens version. Like, I, my, my favorite yes. is, is yes. the Murray
2: version. So I actually, so I grew up watching a lot of Christmas movies every year, but for whatever reason, and to this day, my mother doesn't really care for a Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. So we, like, never watched those <laughs> growing up. Um, except for the Mickey Mouse one, for whatever reason, when I was really, really little. Yeah. The
0: Disney one. The I Muppet one existed. is, the Muppet
2: one is like... I don't recall really it being really any good. good. Mickey, I guess who Scrooge is? Scrooge McDuck. Ah! Uh-huh. Oh, Mickey is, <laughs> like, um, what's his Scrooge. face? Tiny Tim's dad. Bob Cratchit? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's Mickey. And then Tiny Tim is like baby Mickey or something. I don't know. And, um... God bless us. I think everyone. Goofy is Jacob Marley.
0: Are
1: you
2: serious? I I, I believe yeah, I I'm serious. Seen, I don't remember I've this think particularly I've, well. Have we seen
1: the images now that
0: you're talking about
1: it? I like that in the Muppet Christmas Carol, they make Sadler and Waldorf Marley and Marley, that's yeah, oh, nice. no, that was really that's just good. The oh, good. Goofy. Like, it was extremely good.
2: No, yeah, a Muppet Christmas Carol is art. I think we can all nice. agree on that. No, I love a Christmas Carol, and I I find it so. I was recently rereading Not a Christmas Carol. I was recently rereading A, a Tale of Two Cities. Mm. And thinking about it's good. Like what I like it's about good. Dickens It's very good But it's good it's in a, a really sentimental way It's good in an extremely <laughs> sentimental way That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is Like I was thinking that's about the fact like that Dickens, like right? Yeah exactly Like that's what there is to like about Dickens Is that like Dickens has never been like Dostoevsky, right Like Dickens is never going to like you know, bowl you over with some like unexpected truth about like human nature or some yeah. shit. But yeah, he's going to
1: are human nature or are, are like be nice to people and like mean bosses suck. Which
2: right, is fine. which is <laughs> fine and both true which and like is totally hallmark. If you think about it, it he really is. And Actually, yeah,
1: they, they have a lot of like <laughs> they should totally follow about mean that bosses, format, which is, be like, nice to people I
2: and and don't be a mean boss. A mean yeah, boss. like. Mean bosses suck, but like, um oh I just found out Sarah's boss listens to this, but I don't think he's mean, so hi
1: Sarah's boss. (laughs) Hi Sarah's boss.
2: (laughs) But no, yeah, Dickens he makes you cry right when you want to cry, you know what I mean? Like some authors either, like, feel the need to be standoffish or else they'll, like, make you cry in this unexpected and sometimes, like, magnificent way. But Dickens is like, I know that you want to cry right now because Sidney Carton is about to heroically sacrifice himself. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to zoom into his head, and he's going to, in his head, see the future and see all the things that will happen without him. And you're going to bawl your fucking eyes out because that's how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. But it's it's kind of great. Yeah.
0: I can't remember what this really... movie was called, but... Um... It's on HBO, I think, hopefully still, but it was about Charles Dickens, and the guy oh. who was Matthew from Downton Abbey plays Charles Dickens. Okay. It was Hello. about when he comes over to do his book tour for A Christmas Carol. He comes to America.
2: Was that a real thing that he did? Like he a really book tour did. for he A Christmas
0: into- Carol? Yes. Right. Right. No, no in fact, he like famously, when I went on this tour of uh, an o- the Omni Hotel in Boston, which actually has another name because it's owned by Omni now, but okay. it was a yearly hotel originally. He stayed there, and this is the hotel where they invented the Boston cream pie. And like, if you oh, go wow. on this one floor and you look in this mirror, sometimes you like see a shadowy Dickens character, apparently. spooky. I, also, it was a Halloween time when I was there, obviously.
3: He also, I mean, he came to he came to Philadelphia. He he saw Eastern State Penitentiary.
1: Oh, oh, oh yeah, shit. I think I heard that too, man. How did he react to that?
3: I don't remember. I feel like I should know. Like this is like this is like
2: Philadelphia trivia, and I should yeah. I should know. Probably wasn't
1: a big fan. I'm gonna
2: say the Eastern State at the time when it was founded, when like people knew jack shit. Oh, I, oh that's right. It was, when, probably, it was considered like, extremely progressive. progressive. Yeah, that's it was like how exactly how enlightened like, instead of. A- total shit show. Instead of just hanging everybody, we're going to, like, put them in solitary for a few years and see how that works out, and like, that was considered enlightened. But then that was extremely early in the 19th century, if I recall correctly, and so Dickens presumably would have visited some decades. decades, yeah, mid to late 19th century, and so by then, I don't know if the experiment had fallen apart yet. My history's not good enough.
0: Mary has read the rules this week on Hallmarked Up. We have done an episode this week where hopefully you enjoyed our um, Mariah Carey version of Uh, our same time next Christmas, right? Yep. Which, oh, we probably should also talk about the fact that, yes, we got upset at Hallmark. Their ad situation. We protested. They are apparently putting the ad back on. I don't know if it's for real or not. Uh, all the Hallmark stars seem to have teamed up to be like, yay, Hallmark, you did it. But I did wonder where they were when they removed it. Because they were all amazingly silent. Yeah. Um, when the ads were removed from the air, especially since like a lot of their stars are actually gay, which is why we watched a non Hallmark Christmas movie this week in protests. But you know, just not that effective. But we still, still talked about it on all of our our social feeds. Then probably as soon as I posted the episode, maybe even after as soon as we recorded it, actually, Mary, they decided to apologize and. Essentially resume the ads, but I I don't know I I have I stream it so I don't I, don't, I didn't even see the ad I have to
2: admit. But. I'm gonna go ahead and assume it was us. It was our influence. Oh, but, <laughs>
1: um, you know I feel like when when somebody asks you to remove an ad and you think that there's sort of like equal political pressure on both sides to have the ad and to not have the ad, the only thing you can do is keep it. Well, I think the thing that I'm upset about is why did they cave in the first place if they were that supportive of this community? Because oh, brands going to brand. Of course they're not. Yeah,
2: no, they're absolutely not. They like it's are, absolutely one hundred percent branding. Of,
1: like making a lot of money, and they thought that this threatened it. There's, re- it's not any more complicated than that. I mean, yeah. it seems
2: to me, like,
3: <laughs> as you know, as an expert who's seen exactly one Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> like, oh, it, you
0: are an expert. if you've seen one, you've literally could have seen them all.
3: That's the, true. The median audience member, I imagine, is someone from like it, it, it's a. 47 year old woman from the exurbs of memphis and like that seems like exactly the kind of person who'd get extremely upset about a lesbian wedding ad
0: i assumed though that we would i would get attacked because i posted that we supported it that we were gonna do this on the film Mm. i i wrote quite a bit on the social about how this was ridiculous whatever and I thought like the people uh, would come out and be like whatever, but I we didn't get any of that. In fact, we got a lot of support from uh-huh. what we posted, which was great. And uh, we have a very public profile though, so anybody could have found my post and said mm-hmm. something horrible, but they didn't. Yeah. But then I chased a lot of the other like Hallmark stars and some of their feeds. Okay. And the shit that was posted was absolutely oh, yeah. appalling.
2: I mean, I think something I'm kind of learning through this is that I think that. As Hallmark like gains momentum with these movies and does more and more of them every year, and it becomes it's becoming more and more of like a staple even for millennials. Not necessarily oh, really? to watch yeah. them. Let me I'm clarify. I I don't think that people our age watch them with the same earnestness that say my mother does. Mm-hmm. However, I think that even sort of like hate watching or like ironically watching or like having them on in the background while baking cookies or whatever. Is becoming more and more of a thing, and I think that like the online Hallmarkies are a different generation yeah. than like their perhaps like original or traditional audience. Mm. Right? There's also
3: there's a, and I, I can't credit whoever made the whoever made the post. And I apologize for this, but I saw a Twitter post that rang true to me, which is like whatever you're doing, ironically now you'll be doing sincerely in eighteen
1: months. <laughs> That's true. That's very really
3: true. I, and I, I can I can I can sort of believe it and so I can
1: I, I don't know like
3: there probably is a market for like like even among like jaded irony poisoned millennials that just
2: like spend two hours oh, yeah. just
3: doing something like not ironic
2: because it, yeah. it's I, I, extremely yeah. escapist it's like one of the things that we sort of poke fun at in these movies is that i mean we kind of make poke fun at the lack of realism but that's probably like precisely the basis of their appeal like nobody watches a hallmark movie to feel like they relate to it they watch a hallmark movie to be transported to a magical place where everything ends happily and nothing ever goes wrong
0: we talked about my boss the ceo of my company uh he's british and he was he started listening to the podcast and he asked me do you think like hallmark's ever going to reach out to you and be like first of all you know, we're you? always <laughs> too similar. You, because we work in—I work for kind of like in the advertising world, oh. in a little bit, in like marketing. And are they going to come after you for that? Are they going to come after you for knocking their movies? And I feel like Hallmark is kind of a bit of like any publicity is publicity because there are other podcasts that yeah.
2: they've kind of out, embraced it, yeah. And
0: and they don't really seem to stop them either. But interestingly enough, as we were talking about all this with the Zola.com. Zola.com is probably the biggest wedding website now ever that you never heard of before this. Really? Because, because
2: of Bigger than the knot? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah.
0: With this particular thing with Hallmark. Like, nobody knew where they were. This went out, it got massive, and now everybody's going to be like, either love them or hate them for what they did. But oh. they got tons of publicity that they probably didn't care which way it went. The NBC Theater presents.
3: Hellcat the too much.
2: Mary had a Hallmark wedding. This is true. We haven't talked about this before, have we? Not in the podcast. (laughs) I I
0: think we did once, and it was a bit that, like... It was a bit that ended up, like, yeah, it wasn't recorded.
2: recorded. Yeah, okay, I got married last year the Saturday after Christmas at First Unitarian Church in Philadelphia in their chapel, which was actually built in, like, I want to say, like, the 17th century on another site and then transported to be to what be connected to the main church when yeah, that no, like just, parish outgrew know, it. I didn't know that and so it's this beautiful like dark wood little chapel and it was extremely picturesque. And then the reception was in the library of the German Society of Philadelphia, which is this like 19th century, like dark wood paneled library. Yeah. And
0: we and we had to be very careful what shoes we wore. Oh, oh yeah, there were there rules kind of about the shoes
2: because of the flooring and stuff.
0: But it, was, it was like very, it was, it very was like you walked into a party that Charles Dickens was at.
2: It for. was, and I wore a cape. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I wear a cape and a muff, and
0: a like, and the forest green <laughs> dress,
2: <laughs> and a forest green dress with a white cape. Yeah, they
0: would never wear forest green.
2: No, know. that's true. They wouldn't do that, but um, they might to just
0: a holiday party. But, but they might—they
2: might use "Ding Dong Merrily on High" as the recessional, which I did. Oh,
0: that was yeah, so good. That was great. That was great. It was—it was actually like you—you you totally could have recorded it out of a Hallmark. Well,
2: right? that's true. Except for the green dress, you're right. i, I decided it didn't wear white, and Hallmark brides, them. Hallmark brides would always wear white. But I I do love Christmas, though. And so, like, I was thrilled to have an excuse to... the wedding reception venue there was a christmas tree we hung evergreen garlands all around the you know second floor like book balconies and
0: the cake even had a very greenery on it it was super cool oh yeah my aunt did
2: that my i actually ordered like a plain cake with no decoration because i was like fuck this i'm not paying like hundreds of dollars for a fancy wedding cake and my aunt who's an artist got there and like without saying anything just like went and decorated it (laughs) just like yeah
0: it looks really cute though All what? right, so we probably should get to what this episode is about. We have this game by a company called the Bundle Company, I believe, uh, where they make several different versions of this bundle game. And the one they've released this year is the Hallmark Channel Countdown to Christmas Bundle Game. And what's the little tagline down there, say it, guys? I'm life, life
2: celebrated one bundle at a time.
1: So, And this seems to be, by the way, an officially licensed Hallmark game. Yeah. This is not like, you, you buy it on, so on their enough. website. Yeah. Okay. So I'm
0: pretty excited to give this a go. We're a bit worried that it might be a too much trivia about Hallmark. I don't
2: Why? think it will be. I think we'll be good. We're, gonna, good. we're gonna we're gonna have is, fun. The good news
3: is I don't know anything like literally about any subject at all. So <laughs> I'm just gonna you know I'll just I, I'm just gonna make shit up and like. But
0: Matt's actually usually like our game winning. Comp-
2: like, when we, we play, the four of us had a trivia team together for yeah. a long time that we really should get going again. Yeah. And Matt yeah, is either. a star at trivia.
0: Alright, so Mary said
2: to read the rules here. Alright, so the rules of the bundle game, it's actually extremely simple. So we've got a board and you have to be the first to get around the board. You roll the dice to go around the board and you land on spaces that are one of four colors. And when you land on a space, you choose a card accordingly. If you land on a white space, you choose a challenge card. And those are mostly like Hallmark trivia. If you land on a green space, you get a name for card. And that's like name for Christmas carols or name for like empowered Hallmark women or something like that.
0: Whoa, we're gonna struggle. (laughs)
2: Right. number six is act it out. Now act it out, I think we're gonna make an adjustment to the rules only because we're doing this on a podcast because the rules dictate that that should be a charades type category but that would be zero fun for you folks listening at home. So instead we're gonna make the acted out more of a catchphrase. So that's the tweaking we're going to do to the rules here. And then if you land on a dark green space with snowflakes on it, it's a pick your destiny card. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember exactly what those are, so we'll find out. And then when you get to, yeah, the first person to get to the end, the last final bundle space has to do with one of the final bundle cards. There are also a few write-your-own cards that you can add in here, and I might add one or two in a few different categories, and we'll see how that goes. So
0: do we roll in the traditional fashion to see who goes first?
2: No, the way you decide who goes first is the person who goes first is the person who most recently watched a Hallmark Christmas movie, who I believe is going to be Sarah. I, pr- I probably was. Because well, because last week we didn't, this we week we recorded on an movie. ABC movie, and the week before that, I wasn't Either here.
0: Way. you're right. I was the most recent person to watch a Harvard movie, unless you guys want to challenge this <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Could you please move my purple little person there? Three spaces. On three spaces. Like
2: yes. That. Get your card in there. Sarah has rolled a three, which is red, which is act it out. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So you look at that and try and get us to say it.
0: This was a movie that we didn't watch this year, but that's okay. It did star Candace Cameron Bray. The title has the name of this holiday. Okay. Christmas.
2: Christmas. Was it and one of the shoes?
0: No. And it's about, it's about a place that is embracing Christmas.
2: Home for Christmas? The North Pole.
0: Christmas.
2: In Graceland no that's not that was not a ccb movie
0: another word for small city
2: christmas at christmas
0: village nearly christmas in the village
2: christmas town
0: christmas oh. town yes yeah. so do I, do I keep this or go again or what do we do i think that's your turn oh, someone else go. yeah
2: i think that's just your turn let
0: me just have to keep
2: moving about right oh wait it says move ahead as long as you complete the card hold ah, on a second really?
0: Oh. do i have a timer of how long it should have taken me to get that
2: Actually, the rules don't say what happens. I think we're just doing this for fun. I don't think anything happens if you get it right or wrong.
1: Okay, so we'll just go in so, turns. Yeah, Yeah. let's we'll go around the board. Okay, yeah. so I got a four. Can somebody move the little blue
2: guy? Yeah, one, two, three, four. Uh-oh. You are on challenge. a challenge space. Oh,
1: I'm screwed.
2: Oh, crap. Michelle, name that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen like maybe three Hallmark. Actually,
2: you September. could legit guess the title of this yeah, movie, this okay. whether it's or not you've seen it. This is
1: exactly why it's fun
2: after getting fired from her job as a maid at a ritzy new york city hotel a woman accepts a temporary job as governess to a young girl from a powerful european family
1: the sound of music i don't know there may or may not be
2: royalty involved
1: um is it the christmas prince that's netflix right that is netflix Netflix. what
2: what does royalty wear on their heads She's
1: pregnant now crown uh, Uh uh-huh the Christmas crown? Close enough. We'll
2: take it. It's a no. crown for Christmas. Oh, okay. and, uh, shell, very good. I only needed two
1: hints and I still got it wrong. That's right. Well, you know. <laughs> but do you, it's good effort. do you move forward I would. space? I, I know that movie, but I would
0: not remember. Mm, it. Do you
2: move forward forgetting it? I don't think you do. I think you just like... I
0: think like, we're just going to go around and see okay, who that. who essentially luckily gets there first. I mean, so.
2: Oh, yeah. You move ahead one space if you answer it correctly. We'll take it. All right. blue. You're blue. All right. Cool.
3: Cool. So I, someone should comment that like you, this this board is just like a you know just a repeating like white green and red tricolor yeah which like right. reminds and a, me and it's a
0: piece of fabric just different I I,
3: I missed my opportunity to do like ironic <laughs> Italian racism yeah on that's true. Christmas <laughs> in Rome
0: oh yeah, oh, yeah.
2: that's too <laughs> bad that was a good episode all right You're okay so game game Matt game. is now in a all green right, space yeah name four okay, okay
1: name four Matt. Oh, name four jobs held by characters in Hallmark Channel movies. And honestly, you could just make them up and make them sound good, and like
3: we'll take it. Oh, all right. Um, let's do pastry chef.
1: Sounds right.
3: Ski instructor.
2: I haven't seen that one, but like,
1: oh, no, but we should. We could do I'll we'll take it. One, like, you know, it must be, be there. She yeah, a, a rich guy while working in the Alps uh, one winter break in college.
2: Twitch streamer. <laughs>
1: all our watchers know what twitch
2: is i don't think i know what twitch is oh
1: okay all right well just let's get one more job and then we'll explain
2: probably not a stripper
3: um
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you remember her job on the one when we were on the podcast last time
3: yeah she was like she was an extreme sports photographer who we only ever saw her taking like pictures of a family at the mall (laughs) So
0: I'm going to go sports with
2: photographer ma- yeah, mall that's, that's studio photographer. Specific. All
0: right. That's a better one.
2: Okay. Twitch I'm not going to, I don't think we should give him the point because I'm not so sure about Twitch streamer, but <laughs> I'll let you guys decide. I think, I
0: think very well.
2: Oh, so I am three. All right. So I get, Will you get it oh, acted out? cool. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Two turtle doves. All right. All
1: right. So do
2: I get to move ahead one now? Yes. Is that how this works? All right.
0: Ooh, this fancy green one.
1: Ooh, pick your destiny.
0: Okay. Happy the dog and happy the cat inspire you to adopt a pet from your local shelter, filling your heart with holiday cheer. Move ahead one space and roll again. Oh, That's very wholesome.
2: You should actually do that. You would be a good dog mom.
0: I I do want one, but I think I need to live closer to my between. Oh, yeah, no, that's a good point. You could get a cat. Challenge. Hit me up, Marion.
2: Name that movie. <laughs> when a snowstorm grounds her flight, Paige reluctantly recruits the help of a fellow passenger to get her to New York City to meet her fiance's family. Oh
0: my god. Stuck at Christmas?
2: No, sorry. It's A Christmas Detour. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: That That's that wasn't like title. that wasn't that
2: putty. You no, know, it's A Hallmark not your best title.
0: That's yeah. right. I still think they missed out Do on Marian Bright this year, <laughs> which we didn't watch.
2: I know you're right.
1: All right. All right Ur, act it out.
0: Act it out,
2: Rachel.
1: In Philadelphia, they do it on the Parkway every year around Thanksgiving. A parade? Uh, large Christmas parade? Uh, not quite. It's a, a large plant. The dead plant goes up. Oh, uh, Christmas tree lighting. Yes. All right, Matt. Do I get to move ahead one?
2: uh yeah, oh, yeah. let's do it.
1: I forgot about. Yeah, this. I don't know if it works. That yeah.
2: Be I'm Sorry. not
0: being oh,
1: that
2: competitive fine. tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think any of us care. Hopefully, we
0: actually are able to finish the game.
1: Matt's giving me a look
0: like he's down to
2: throw down. He's
1: down to rank. Six. Whoa! And he rolls a six.
2: One, two, three, oh, four, five, six. Wow. Challenge. 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 More
1: Hallmark movies than any of the rest
2: of us. Name that movie. An architect hires a holiday coordinator to bring some Christmas spirit to him and his family.
0: We watched this one. Didn't
2: we? No. Oh, wait. You're thinking of. Of the first one we did? Yep, yeah, and it's not that one.
0: Because he was not an architect, actually, was it. he? No. He's
2: not like a, I don't know, an entrepreneur. I don't think he was an entrepreneur. I think he was, like, your average, like, inherited wealth asshole. Oh, yeah.
1: maybe. I think so. But I don't think the movie wanted us to think that. Anyway, architect. Go.
3: The whole time you guys were talking, I was trying to think of a pun involving Frank Lloyd Wright, and I just couldn't get it done.
2: <laughs> so uh... You're
1: more like Frank Lloyd Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's there correct. it is. Correct.
3: Uh, Corbu like tears down your house and ruins Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. The correct that's answer not. is Christmas made to order.
1: That's not. What, that doesn't that, sound like architecture. That, that sounds like a short order cut.
2: I don't know. Whatever. It's. I that's don't make a the rules. Short
1: order cut. No. What was it? Christmas made to order. You
2: yep.
0: It does sound yeah. like a short order
2: cut. One. How did I roll a fucking Fire. one? Okay. So I, I, I get a name for.
1: All right. Name. Of your favorite Christmas carols ah. oh. I've got 64 of them Alright
2: <laughs> right, so to start off Here we come a wassaling Which is the best carol ever um, God rest you merry gentlemen Which is also in the subgenre Of Christmas carols addressed to someone Whose house you presumably shown up at To ask for booze <laughs> We wish you a merry Christmas Which is in the same subgenre except figgy Pudding and then let's do, oh, holy night, because it's pretty.
1: It is pretty. That's right. very good. Collection. That one uh, won my tournament last year, actually. I might retire it if it wins again, because I don't want it to get repetitive. Oh, I got one now. Wah, wah. Wah. Okay, I got to do four. Name four of Hallmark Channel's seasonal events besides Countdown to Christmas. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm sure they have a Winterfest.
1: Mm, that sounds pretty non-denominational That's for a, in, them. I'm going to say
0: they don't. In January, I'm sure they do. Okay. They have, I'm sure there's a Valentine's theme somewhere. There's got to be a harvest thing in the fall. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be like summertime, I don't know, for love. Right? All right, that sounds
1: plausible to me. Okay, cool. Thank
2: we're you. just giving points for what's plausible now. Oh, I'm
1: going to move on. <laughs> well, are we, gonna like, we <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> going to look it
2: up? Points. No, we are not. Okay.
1: Right, we're, getting, we're just giving credit here. That's what we're doing now. All right, I got to do a name for it. Well,
0: huh? no, right. name four of the quirkiest things you've seen in a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie.
1: Quirky? These are entirely devoid of quirk. Let's see. On the last episode we were on, there was—I don't know. It—it it was mostly pretty bad, but there was like this good joke where the the kid like auditions for this Christmas play, and it, it goes a little rough. And uh, then we immediately cut to him, like being asked how it went. And he was like, "I got fifth reindeer." Oh yeah, that was, was good. Like, very relatable, and I thought it was really cute. So that's kind of quirky. Because they're so proud to be the fifth reindeer, <laughs> right? No, I think he was kind of bummed. At least that's how I remember it. Right.
3: He knew he was getting a
2: participation trophy.
3: But didn't yeah. he, like, take over at the Okay. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, in the for, end. Like, he ended up being, like, understudy for, like, the, the main, main character who was, like, Toby or something. Like,
1: oh, yeah. And <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I've, I've forgotten so many of his movies already, read. Let's see. They're, forgettable.
1: Uh, they're all going to be from the same movie. I'm going to have to find four quirky things from it, because the other ones that I watched were last year, and I don't remember them very well. I'm going to say the ex who showed up in this, like, sparkly, tight red dress, and you're immediately like, oh, Hallmark wants us to think she's a hoe. But then she's like, oh, I just came down here to tell you that I'm engaged now. She says this to her ex. She's like, I just came down here to tell you I'm engaged now. She like asked
2: him out just to flex on him.
1: And and just like, it's totally changed my life and it's so meaningful. And just like comes out there and dunk on him. I'm gonna say she's quirky. <laughs> That's
3: a weird <laughs> right. way to
2: pronounce petty. But.
1: <laughs> you know what? I, it's really hard to find quirky stuff in Hallmark movies.
2: No, there's, like, Hallmark is kind of devoid of Quirk, you're yeah, right. it's,
1: it's very by the numbers. There I are don't many, like, know if Quirk would improve it, because it would just be, like, the same thing, but, like, more twee. I don't know if I actually want that. I think you should
0: give up the show. I don't think you're going to be able to think of four here.
1: <laughs> All right. The sassy grandma in the same movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, the grandma was, was
2: sassy. we just, was the hookup. We made her a Russian spy, didn't we?
1: Oh, that yeah. was good. Yeah, she was cool. That
2: yeah. was a good
1: and hero. I don't think there was anything quirky about the main character, but
2: um... the men are always completely devoid of quirk yeah. and personality. There, I said it.
1: Well, honestly, so are most. Of the, so are like the women heroes.
2: No, that's true, but not as much as the men.
1: Noble effort. I think. Her. I, let's see. I. All right. I'm gonna come up with a fourth. Her responses during that one scene where uh, she's being. Like interrogated as if she's this kid's nanny, or, like, prospective nanny. Oh, yeah. She's showing up late to the interview and she keeps answering his questions in ways that, like, don't make it clear like that she's not there for an interview. And I feel oh, like yeah, she's just, she like, was, fucking with him. She was. Like, I think she's doing it on purpose. She like, could she's, be. She's answering cryptically on purpose to, like, prolong this interview as, like, a flirting technique. And, you know, it fucking works, so. Hats off. Right. That's my four. That's good. That you know, I'll really take good it.
2: Good. That was <laughs> like <laughs> a dedicated attempt.
0: At <laughs> I, I think, yeah, and you get to move a space because that, right. that that, was, that was uh, grasping and straw. It really was. You're up, man.
3: Let's see what we can do here.
1: Three. you read one, two, three. All right, you got pick your destiny. Pick Ooh, destiny.
0: pick the destiny. Watch out.
3: you you're so inspired by the amazing craft you see on the home and family christmas corner but your attempt to replicate it leaves something to be desired oops move back one space oh
2: no that's uh, yeah that's actually Did you get to go again i got two
1: Man, you just cannot catch a break. I
2: cannot catch a break you in this game. I
1: think your destiny will help you catch what's That's break. right.
2: Oh! Oh, no! You're stuck in your car during a snowstorm, and the latest Countdown to Christmas movie is starting. Luckily, you can watch a past favorite on Hallmark Movies Now.
0: Oh, my God! Seriously?
2: Move ahead one space and roll again.
0: Oh! wow! Luckily!
2: The Hallmark gods have heard my pleas. <laughs> All right, roll again. Five! All right, so I'm acting it out. Or rather... Oh, okay. Alright, the place that you live is your... Home. Home? Uh-huh.
0: Home for the holidays?
2: No. And the people who you might live there with, such as your mother, family. father, children, yes. Put those things together with Holy an ampersand family. in between. Thank you.
0: It's like morning you, television you, on Hallmark for, Channel. Which one were you? You were green? Red. Ooh, acts it out. Alright. This happens genuinely on every Hallmark movie, and it's how we close our show. Kissing.
3: They will fall in love.
0: Correct.
2: Good work, Matt. You remembered. So Michelle just rolled a two. Now she's got to name four.
1: Okay. Name four of your Hallmark favorite Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. I'm sorry.
0: I think we can't let her do this challenge. She barely was able to think of four from one. I think I think
2: you should literally just like name movies that you think are Hallmark titles and like they probably are. Let's try. Um, your
0: favorite one. Like, there's literally
2: a movie called A Christmas Miracle.
1: Picture Perfect Christmas, which is what we watched last yep. time. Christmas literally anywhere but New York, because that's every movie. Right. They hate big cities. Up. Saving the Christmas Trees. Ooh. That's that So I don't know. That sounds, sounds plausible. like something they would do. And, fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> that's all good. Yeah, I I could I should not take this one, because like none of the things that I come up with are going to be actual hallmark movies anyway. That's fine. That
0: works. That's right. up. We are like approximately three quarters the way around the board, some of us.
2: You know, like some five of you. Yeah. Five. 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 Challenge. Challenge. Name that movie. With Christmas just weeks away, the architecture firm Taylor works for enters her in a contest in which the teams will design and build life-sized gingerbread houses.
3: Whoa.
2: You could Wait, literally guess this title. It's not even punny. It's just like... <laughs> Bad.
3: Actually Great Great British bake off would have been like a would have been a really good joke here. <laughs> That's true.
2: You're welcome um,
3: A Gingerbread House? Is that literally the title? You're very
2: close. It's a gingerbread romance.
0: Ugh.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Bad. Mary's up.
2: Six. There oh, I'm catching oh, up. Yeah,
1: there you
2: are. Alright, so I got an X acted R, out.
1: Alright, go, Mary.
2: It's a thing that you might do in your kitchen around the holidays. Bake. Uh, bake. What would you do that with? Bake cookies. Yes, there we go, that is the answer. Oh, what? Cool. Baking cookies was the answer. Okay. Oh well, whatever. Now
0: we know what- okay, I need to be red. Oh, this is what we call this time of year on the homework channel.
2: Countdown to Christmas? Yes, yay! Right. Nice.
1: Countdown to Christmas it is. Oh, I got a challenge, I'm gonna get this wrong.
2: Oh, this is a group challenge. So you have to oh, split shit. into groups of two or three. Okay. You're pitching a Christmas movie to Hallmark Channel executives. You have one minute to oh come up God. with the perfect pitch. I love pitch. this one. You have one minute to come up with the perfect pitch and present it to the group. The favorite, as decided by a group vote, wins and moves ahead one space. How are we going to do Like, how's a group vote going There are only yeah, there two teams. Two,
1: maybe so we should,
2: like... Each do our own? Oh, or?
1: God. <laughs> I feel like we're
2: funnier in combination. But. Yeah, let's do Matt and Michelle and me and Sarah. Okay. And you can edit out the one minute we take to prepare. Yeah,
0: totally. I'll I'll, I'll put a stop here. Okay, we're back. We have taken our little minute to um, think about what these movies could possibly be about. Michelle and Matt, what's your movie about? Okay.
3: Okay. So the title is, and this is actually like a, a semi sincere idea, but the title is "A Wonderful Christmas Time," and
2: that's one of the top five worst Christmas know, songs ever written. I, I, so I, you're off to a bad start. I'm I know, not gonna I know, lie. It's you.
3: awful. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, but like <laughs> hang hang in there. Okay. So cool. it's about like the the sort of like the kind of the typical Hallmark protagonist. She's. Like, got a high-stress job, and I think, unlike a typical protagonist, she's a little bit estranged from her family, and she's sort of annoyed that she has to go back home for Christmas. Now, she's going back, she's going to New York for Christmas instead of leaving it, which is different, but... I like that. On the train, coming in, she falls asleep as they're going through the tunnel, and she wakes up, and it's... Penn Station old Penn Station in 1960 and she has to she has to make her grandparents meet and fall in love oh my
2: gosh i would watch the why? hell out of this movie
1: this sounds really good yeah i think it would be i mean it's basically back to the christmas right yeah but then
2: like why did you give it the name of the worst christmas carol because that listen like
1: because it's the 60s <laughs> i guess yeah. I don't know. fair That's enough I mean. I recall. fair but enough no that song was later it was like
2: late 70s that, that sounds like a delightful movie that i would watch the hell out of like, something happens where she's afraid she's interfered with their meeting and falling in love, and so now she has to make sure it happens in spite of that. And Does her it,
0: grandfather, like, sneakily fall in love with her, just, like, in back to the Future? No, Let's not that, do that. This yeah, is Hallmark. Yeah. But, but,
2: yeah. but no,
3: yeah, like, she thinks she's interfered with it, but it turns out that, like, that's the way that history had always been, that she had always gone to the past, and she had always helped her grand... So, so her- do you have,
1: like, a, a scene later, I guess, where, like, her grandparents are like reminiscing about how they met like toward the end of the movie and she's like that was me but she doesn't tell him right
3: yeah no it's a a hallmark movie that's like the plot is a closed causality loop but and would also cost a fortune
2: but i think
0: it's great i love it
2: i would watch the hell out of that one that sounds great
0: our one is probably not as good
2: well, except the fact that it might be better because we have long joked that the Sarah would be. kind of
0: came up with the podcast idea, actually.
2: That Sarah's Hallmark. life would be the perfect candidate for, like, the beginning of a Hallmark movie oh, yeah. where she's this, like, high-powered career woman in a, in a big city on the East Coast who goes to visit her parents in Springfield, Ohio, for Christmas, all right? Now, in real life, Sarah actually didn't grow up in Springfield, which is where her parents live now, but we're going to pretend she did. That's right. For this movie, I did. So Sarah goes home to Springfield, and she goes to the only, like, you know, homegrown brew pub in Springfield, which actually exists, and it's called...
0: Mother Stewards. All right, so shout out a a to... <laughs>
2: shout out to the good people of Mother Stewart's Brewer in Springfield. We've both been there. I rather enjoyed it. Maybe we'll go there again this appreciate, weekend or something. It, oh, it'll be I fun. for a
1: sec? Something we were talking about is that they never, ever drink alcohol in Hallmark movies. That's true. It's true. This it's will be really a first. Weird. Maybe all their, like...
0: Hot chocolate's
2: bite. I just don't tell them. I hope so. So, Sarah's gonna go to Mother Stewart's one night when she's sort of, like, escaping her crazy family because there are, like, kids all around, and, like, you know, she's like, ugh. I'm this career woman and I don't uh,
0: can't be bothered right in actuality
2: Sarah's like obsessed with her niece and nephew and like adores adores them I do. I do. but I do. in this movie we're gonna pretend she's sick of them and so she goes to the brew pub to get away from them to mother stewart's and she meets an attractive bartender who it turns out like was her playground playmate when she was growing up but she's yeah. gonna be a bit of a scrooge and she's gonna be like I hate christmas bah humbug and he's gonna be like it's the most wonderful time of the year Actually, let's make that the title. It's the most wonderful time of the year.
1: Yeah. It's good <laughs> you sound so happy about
2: it. And so he's going to make a friendly <laughs> bet with her that he can make her fall in love with Christmas again, and whoever wins... Is like a
1: good concept. That is a good concept. Yeah,
0: wait for
2: it. Whoever wins gets a beer or something, I don't know. So anyway, so in order to make her fall in love with Christmas again, he's going to pull a Jacob Marley here and show her Christmas past, present, and future. So first he's going to show her Christmas past, and he's going to... Take her back to their old neighborhood and go caroling with her, just like they did together when they, they were, were like children. Seven. Right. And then, Christmas present, he's going to take her to Springfield's tree lighting ceremony.
0: Which is at Thanksgiving, mind you, but not in this movie. It's only three no. days before Christmas. Yeah. Right, because that's how it always so is, yeah,
2: is. in Hallmark movies. And then for Christmas future, he'll have like had something else planned, but he'll decide by then that he's in love with her and he'll propose. That's
0: right. And that's Christmas future. And then that's pretty much how it ends. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I that's pretty good. <laughs> what did they say on on Saturday Night Live? It's pretty, Christmas is a time for husband.
2: The true meaning of Christmas is husband. The I think. True is meaning of Christmas Yeah. Is husband. And then you win a dry kiss under the gazebo.
0: I I, and I can't wait. There's there's not quite a gazebo. Maybe there is a gazebo in Springfield Center. So I, I can't remember. There's definitely a big tree. We can have a dry kiss by the giant tree.
2: You definitely can. So, anyway,
0: that's our hallmark movie. Is that where we sir? decide on this?
2: That's yeah. How do turn, we decide? Actually. Oh. oh, have we not? Are we not picking a winner? Or? Yeah, I, don't
0: know I think everybody. they're both equally interesting. So, in what? It. Everybody takes a spot forward, or we all just stay where we are. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, let's just, just play on Just obviously
0: good plot developers, and yeah. we both deserve. Yeah, that was pretty
1: good for yeah. short notice. Yeah.
0: Someday we're gonna, you know, when this podcast gets massively huge, Mary and I have talked about how we're gonna hold a contest for people to like write like a short synopsis of what they're. Rewrite of their own Hallmark Christmas movie would be to make it better,
1: and then we'd want to submit it to Hallmark proper. That'd be cool. And you know, maybe they'd produce it. Although, a movie if, you about know, real if women. somebody sends you an idea, they should get paid by by Hallmark.
3: So I got it. got a three. So oh,
1: pick, and he's got the pick my destiny. destiny, Matt. Go for
3: it. It's finally the holiday season. Bring on Hallmark Channel's countdown to Christmas. Move ahead one space and roll again.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Okay, hey, we're on the home stretch here for the, our listeners.
1: Yeah, that's on like Pacific Ave for all you Monopoly fans. Oh, you got to roll again. I'm yeah. sorry. I
2: forgot you got to roll again.
1: This could be the, the winning roll here. Oh.
0: Yep. yep, this is the winning roll. It's for the win.
2: If he correctly gets the oh, final shit. bundle card.
0: Oh, God. But there's it's only three, right?
2: Are you guys ready for this question? I don't think you're even ready for how hard this question is. Oh, no. What does Hallmark Channel mean to you? <laughs> I shit you not, this is actually what it
1: says. <laughs> Read it. Tell it's,
3: it's a basic cable channel co-branded with a greeting card company. And they've become kind of a pop culture phenomenon for doing like a bunch of cheaply produced Christmas movies every year.
2: Matt fucking wins. Wow. We'll take it.
0: We'll take it. All right. All, all right. What do I win? The respect of... That's right. Our cookie. The respect of all of our listeners.
1: <laughs> I never <laughs> got the chance
0: to talk about my
1: song tournament. I know. That's true. We got so distracted by a Christmas carol. Yeah, Let's, so been, I haven't had a ton of people voting in it because I don't use Facebook enough to have a ton of friends. But I don't know. <laughs> what, did you, what did you want
2: to say? I, I think it's super fun. And I hold on. I had it pulled up so yeah, people could so, see some It's it, so
0: sort of like, um, you
2: know, it's like a March Madness bracket. Yeah, it's a March
0: Madness bracket of Christmas carols.
2: I'm just really happy because today my favorite Christmas carol is in it. Here we come a wassailing. Mm-hmm. It's up against it's in the it made it to the second round. So it beat. How do you how do you like, calculate the votes?
1: Oh, I just have everybody leave, like, a, a heart a react or a wow react. Okay.
0: And then just count those up. Okay, cool. Oh, I was just interested, because I'm 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 a non-Facebook user. Oh,
1: okay. So last year I did this, and Oh Holy Night won. And it might win this year, too. I'm not sure. It's still in. Silent Night, obviously, doing really well. Carol of the Bells is really popular. popular. Actually, I learned the craziest fact about Carol of the Bells this year so carol of the bells was originally a ukrainian song it was not originally a christmas song um it got its christmas lyrics in english like a few years later but anyway so the original guy who wrote it in ukrainian was this guy called Nikola leontovich or something and like the that.
2: original lyrics were for new year's you said
1: yeah they were for new year's it was like a little swallow comes into your house and it seems to you that like you know, you, you've you got great livestock, you're going to make a lot of money this year, it's going to be great. So...
0: <laughs> wow, precious.
1: Very, very different. Um, so the guy who wrote this song was called Mikola Leontovich, and he wrote it in about 1916, and in 1921 he was assassinated by a Soviet state agent. He doesn't appear to have been a white, so, you know, for those who don't know, the Russian Civil War was basically from 1917 to 1920 or so, um, sort of coterminous with the, Bolshe- with the Russian Revolution. There was immediately sort of a backlash and um, a multi-year civil war. So as this was sort of wrapping up...
2: So you had the Bolsheviks versus the... Who are known as the Whites or the White Russians...
1: Wait no, the Bolsheviks were the Reds.
2: Right, but... exactly. The Bolsheviks oh, okay, versus yeah, yeah. the Whites is what I'm saying. For people right. who aren't familiar with what that means.
1: Right. So, so the Whites were like imperial, like Imperial Russia, I guess. Um, yeah. This guy was yeah. sort of neither. Hmm. Um, sorry, what were you going to say?
3: Yeah, the the Whites were this sort of mishmash of, of monarchists and and kind of the uh, you know the, the the capitalists who had just been overthrown. And a bunch of really nasty pieces of work. Reading about the White Slate like, makes you a lot more sympathetic to the to the reds, even if you aren't
2: a socialist. Yeah. Um, so can anyway, I just say, this is how candy canes were invented. You had the whites and the reds
1: no, <laughs> no, <laughs> fighting each other. And, it's obviously an allegory for Jesus, and that's why they look like the letter J.
2: <laughs> oh no, I was always taught in school it was a shepherd's staff, like Jesus. Oh yeah, of
1: course it is. I've just heard this right. really acidine story about
3: like, <laughs> Yeah, the just-so story I heard was that it's J for Jesus.
1: Yeah, and then the red symbolizes Jesus' blood, and the white symbolizes Jesus' like... Purity. Yeah, Yeah. freedom, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard that part, too. Non-sinful nature.
2: So anyways, so this guy writes Carol LaBelle's and he gets murked by the Soviets in
1: 1921. Yeah, so he... the, the, The weird thing that I learned from this is that he probably wasn't a white. Like, he was a Ukrainian nationalist, though, and that was... And he wasn't, like, super active in the whole thing, but he was sympathetic, some of his friends were, you know, more outspoken Ukrainian nationalists, and he, like, wrote nationalist music for them. And I guess that since, you know, his music was like moderately popular in Ukraine at the time. And I guess that was, uh, that was enough. That was enough. And, and the agent who killed him, this is why you should never let a stranger into your house. By the way, the agent like said, you know, he came to him one night when he was visiting his parents. Um, and he said, hey, like, I really need a place to stay for the night. And uh, the parents let him in. So this guy, like, spent a night in the same room as the guy he was going to assassinate, killed him in the morning, just shot him, he bled out, and then, like, robbed his family and left. Anyway, that's the, the um, really depressing aftermath of Carol of the Bells, is that its composer was assassinated. Which is, Damn. Yeah.
2: Anyone else got a, got a wild backstory to a Christmas Carol? Because <laughs> that'll be hard to top.
1: I don't of anything that good, and I've been looking up this stuff for the past, like, two weeks. That's the wildest thing I've found by far.
2: I mean, this is one who won't surprise anyone who's actually, like, listened to the song, but for people who haven't actually listened to the song, Coventry Carol is fucking depressing as shit.
1: Oh my god, yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, the third verse, and it, the verses are so short that, like, everybody does all the verses. And the third verse is something like, Herod the king in his raging... Charged, charged he
2: hath this his day,
1: day. His men of might in his own sight... All young children to slay.
2: Yeah, it's about the slaughter of the innocents.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, there you go. It's the only... It's
1: probably no, never happened, one. But, like, it's so, in Matthew,
2: so... Here's the thing about the Coventry Carol. I, I learned it in high school when I sang it with my school choir. And I've always appreciated it because I... Hear me out on this if I can be, you know, more serious than I usually am on this podcast. I, I think that there's a lot of, like, forced merriness around Christmas. And sometimes, like you need, like, a cathartic, sad song mixed in. Totally. And, like, it's emotionally healthy and balanced to have that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why... I was talking to a friend last weekend about the um, the Judy Garland version of Have, have Yourself, Yourself a, a Merry
2: Little, Little Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So
1: this song is from this movie that came out in, like, 1944 Meet Me, Me in St. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And, um... In St. Louis. So, Judy Garland's in it, and she plays... You know, the, the movie is about four sisters, um, and kind of their... It's sort of a, a series of vignettes of their lives, and in one of them... It's I a guess musical, the family, by the way. I, I, I guess the family gets some news that, like, they all have to move, and uh, so everybody's pretty upset about this. Judy Garland's upset, and she's got, like, this, this younger sister who's, like, in tears, and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is a song that she sings to her sister, who's, like, tearful through the whole thing, and... The original lyrics are much more melancholy. Instead of hang a shining star upon the highest bow, you know, it goes like, someday soon we'll all, be, I don't know, someday soon we'll all be together if the fates allow. Uh, until then we'll have to muddle through somehow.
2: I've heard that version actually.
1: Yeah, so. As opposed um, to think, what? That's the only version I
2: know. As opposed to Hang a Shining Star Upon the Highest oh, Bow. Oh, no,
1: that, that
0: one I definitely know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Um, so that that is a verse.
1: The version you hear more today is Hang a, star, a Shining Star Upon the Highest Bow. That's
0: just another verse.
1: Yeah, so um, anyway, part of the reason for the change, which is mostly stuck, Frank Sinatra was performing it, and he wanted it to be a happier song, and you know he was influential enough that his... It does look like mostly, they changed it, but though, I know that one very well. Dumped.
0: Until then, we'll have to mow through somehow. But then, yeah. you know, I did study need There
1: so. are other, like, more minor changes that were more melancholy in the m- Meet Me in St. Louis version and more cheerful in the Frank Sinatra and later versions. So,
2: um, speaking of Christmas lyrics that have been changed, one that you told me about that I like very much, um, the original, is in Deck the Halls.
1: Oh, Yeah! Yeah, 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 so apparently um, instead of Don We Now our Gay Apparel uh, in Deck the Halls, it was originally Fill the Meat Cup, Drain the Barrel. So Deck the Halls is another song about getting drunk at Christmas, and I really think we should have more of those.
2: I, I do think we should. That, again, my favorite Christmas song for those of you who haven't caught this yet, Here We Come a Wassailing, because this comes from ye olde yuletide tradition of knocking on your neighbor's door and demanding their best ale. In song. In song. <laughs> And, like, it's fantastic. And, like, not just because, like, you know, I love booze or something, which, like, I also, you know, enjoy a drink every now and then. But because, like, it's just so fucking merry. It's just, like, we're just going to go around and knock on people's doors and sing them songs. And then we're going to, like, you know, have a drink together. Like, come on, guys. Let's do more of that at Christmas.
1: Definitely. Oh, I do have one more Christmas song anecdote. So... I'm not going to go into the whole baby-it's-called-outside discourse. It's been cancelled, it's been uncancelled, it's... I don't know, manipulative. Wait, Mary and I listened to this p-
0: politically correct world the other day, oh, and it was cracking us up. Oh
1: my god, that, that sounds terrible. It was but anyway, funny. What, one thing I learned is... So I don't know if... I don't know what the overlap of this podcast audience is with Star Trek fans, mm. but... So the guy who was the originally, like, manipulative, like the wolf. Yeah, the wolf in, in Baby It's Cold Outside, um, trying to get his paramour to stay around and telling her that she should stay even when she protests. So this, this is also a song from the movie. It is called Neptune's Daughter. And the song first appeared in a version by Esther Williams and Ricardo Montalban. And Star Trek fans might recognize Ricardo Montalban. As the person who played Khan, who is in the second Star Trek movie, and like is probably still Star Trek's most famous, notorious, beloved villain. Like he's he's like the Darth Vader of Star Trek, right? Um, Khan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and he was played in a more recent movie by Benedict Cumberbatch. So there's still like you yeah. know some, some demand for. It. I didn't see the movie. I'm sure it was terrible, but um, it
2: was. But I'm not I'm not a Trekkie, so if you're gonna.
1: But anyway, so maybe it's cold outside. The guy we can blame for that is the same guy as as Khan. So now you know. Oh,
0: intriguing. Alright.
2: So do we wanna like do we thumbs we up, thumbs down this game? Some yeah. About
0: this game. My my thoughts on the bumble game are that It actually was pretty quick, which I think was good, because I don't know if you would want to, like, play this game for hours and hours and hours.
2: For what it's worth, the directions suggest playing two times around the board if you have fewer than five players, which we did. I just figured, like, we'd already, because we were recording this, I didn't know if we wanted to play another time around the board, but...
3: I thought it was a perfectly nice game. Like, if if you're really into these movies, then you'd probably enjoy this. Mm
0: Well, and to be fair, you didn't even have to really, like, like or know much about them to do all right, because you won after all, Matt.
2: But oh, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, it's not a super competitive game, um, yeah. because whether or not you get the questions right matters very little. You only gain one space by getting them right. Most of it's just the roll of the dice, which makes it just more about the journey, which is kind of fun and kind of appropriate for Hallmark. <laughs>
1: Well, so I the, also real, think the, the real thing Christmas we, was the friends
0: we made along the way. Exactly. Oh, look at that, Rochelle. I, I think the thing we liked the best was take a minute to come up with your own Christmas. That was yeah, fun. Plot. Yeah, that's like, fun. You could almost make a whole game about yes. developing plot lines For of Hallmark podcasts. movies. Maybe you like pull up a, right. a title and you make up the... The plot, uh, based off that title.
2: I think there might also be... Or the other way around. I haven't gone through all the cards, but I think there might be one in there where you, like, name a dream cast or something like that that for a Hallmark movie. Don't you,
0: like, in Beyond Balderdash, get a name of a movie and you have to come up with the plot line?
2: Oh, yeah, for, like, the newer versions of Balderdash, yeah. Yeah. So
0: I would totally do that for for Hallmark. Either reverse, guess the plot, here's the plot, name the movie, which we did do in some of the challenges. Yeah. Or, here's the movie, you write the plot, and then vote on who wrote the best plot line. That would be a, a fun movie. addition. That would be super fun. That would
2: be a fun addition. I do
1: think that this game may not have that much replayability unless you really have seen a lot of Hallmark movies and, like, enjoy talking about them and reminiscing about them.
0: Well, once you're through like, it's these not, cards, game, that's probably
1: It's it. not... Like, that the rules aren't very satisfying or complicated. Like, for board game people, it doesn't really right. Work. you Right, no, that's get true. into the movies, I think.
2: It's definitely, right. I think, for... Families around Christmas, where they're not necessarily board game people, and it could include a group yeah. of people of different.
0: Uh-huh. I'm just looking up what other kinds of bundle games they have, just out of curiosity.
2: I, I think I think that the the possible audiences for
3: this game are extremely sincere, wholesome people who not us m- like these movie, yeah. like like these movies a lot and. Like would enjoy like a, a trivia game that like the kids can play along with and it's over inside an hour and like irony poison people who are getting like absolutely loaded on eggnog <laughs> and like want to do joke answers <laughs> <laughs> okay. and like look that, that between those 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 are two pretty big groups so yeah. like if you fall into one of those circles then
0: just just looking at their website now so. You can get customized bundle games huh. for your family.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just like your so own you show. Like,
0: like, write the a, one of the No, no, no. They will do it for you. Huh. One-of-a-kind personalized board game where the cards are full of your own memories, traditions, and inside jokes. We get to know your family via a 10-question bundle blueprint that you fill out upon purchase. Based huh. on that info, we write you a deck of cards that is highly customized to you examples name four memories you have from the garcia family vacation to myrtle beach grandma jean rips up her famous apple pie for the family picnic they don't make these kind any at safeway move ahead one space and roll again tell a fictitious story about the garcia family that is fantastical yet believable so you can get a customized one however they have a classic one that is just for families okay you know Um, Hang on, what else do they have? They got one for couples. Oh, God. Is is this going to be saucy? Oh, all right. Let
1: me see.
0: Get to know... You can have the personalized one as well. Um, Who else do you have? Who
2: plays a board game with just their partner?
0: Bachelorette. And And you can also get a customized Bachelorette game. Um, I could see
2: that being fun. I could see that working. Yeah.
0: For any occasion. How they filthy is it, Dad?
3: Because I feel like a Bachelorette game. Yeah, you need like all party. of the
0: cards to have dicks on the back. I mean, no offense <coughs> to this bundle game people, because hope maybe they'll listen to our podcast, but how much would you be willing to pay for a customized board game of this nature?
2: 35 25 is as high as I'd go.
0: It is $125. Oh my god. Well, that's, that's a lot. lot. I mean, to
2: be fair, I assume a lot of work goes into that, and yeah, so like I get just, the, like, the price. You can't like I know, workers easily print...
0: That kind of stuff. Workers should be
2: compensated for their for their labor, but uh, but I could also do that myself and have more fun doing it if I just had access to the printing materials. Like that should be another option where I can just design it myself from start to finish and just pay for like the printing services or whatever. Like, oh, Um, speaking of which, this game does include a handful of blank cards you can write your own. I only wrote like two, and it was like while we were playing and we never got to them. But if anyone wants to hear them, I had an acted out card that was Hallmark hair. Oh,
0: nice. Of course. I think I think the thing I would say that's a bit negative feedback about the write your own is that they should have at least one with the color of the. Color. No, You shouldn't right. be able to tell which like, one they are. Like it's just it's just they're they brand them all white and I don't think that's the way to go because you should yeah. be able to like pick the actual category yeah no you're right and then write like, yeah, totally. the category because it just we would know when we got to Mary's right. once like it no, would be more right. fun if you didn't know I think
2: right. Well, I also wrote a name for, and it was oh, name sorry. for hashtag hunks of Hallmark
0: oh jeez we love
3: uh, it, I, it I, I, I'd be I'd be so bad at that but my my experience with my experience with these casts is like oh I must have seen this person before yeah. and then I, I look on IMDB and like they have one credit they had like they were three episodes in like a a, a Canadian show called That Vancouver Show
2: <laughs> <laughs> well
0: I, I think I think even I would struggle with naming their actual name.
2: there's
1: right and, and they're just I don't know. Yeah. Oh, just, Chad Michael Murray,
2: Adrian Grenier. Oh yeah. Oh
1: wow. Um, I was just gonna go with trope. Who's the like, Jesse, oh, yeah. Jesse, you know, the Metcalf, billionaire. Jesse Metcalf, the Metcalf. Billionaire. No, you're right. The, the entrepreneur, billionaire. billionaire. Yeah. Like the the guy who owns a Christmas tree and farm. The That's guy right. who owns a Christmas henley gift farm. Henley guy, flannel g- short yeah.
0: guy. The the, the prince. Guy with the, the
2: literal royalty. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, lo- royalty. Oh, the,
2: the,
1: and the man in a henley.
0: Like Saturday Night Live, Nick St. Claus. Yeah. You know, the, the kid who is actually the son of Santa. Yeah, they're, the guy with the bake shop. I I would definitely struggle a little bit with trying to name their actual names. We could name the character concepts, we could yeah. name.
1: We, can we name could their we only occupations. thought of just
0: three between us right then, man. Right? Which is sort
1: of ironic for. Well, oh, we had Scott
0: Wolf in, in the Hallmark Hall of Fame one. Oh, you're right. Wait, who's Scott Wolf? He was in Party of Five?
3: Um, How many Party of 5 idea. alums are
0: Oh, Lacey Chabert of course. Yeah. And Scott Wolf was the his brother, but the middle brother.
3: Okay, but does Jennifer Love Hewitt ever ever show up? She should
0: oh yeah. my God. It seems
1: like she, extremely on brand for her. does
3: yeah.
0: Lifetime, I have to admit. Oh, okay. But okay. remember so she, she does like I kill she does like the I killed my neighbor's husband.
3: She she's getting that. Paycheck. She's getting that those lifetime paychecks. She's yeah. not going to slum it on Hallmark.
0: Yeah.
1: I <laughs> feel like being on like, Lifetime movies like, Killing My Neighbor's Husband does sound better than
0: this quality. So. I did watch, just to sidetrack slightly, I watched this show on Netflix. Because obviously, the, like right now, it's full of, they've bought into Christmas movies. They've yeah. produced some of their yeah, own. They, they, the they made prints. like the prince She's Pregnant or something I saw, maybe, I don't know. It's like the third version of the Christmas prince. I didn't watch that. But I did watch this thing called Home for Christmas, but it's a Norwegian TV show. Huh. And it's, I, it's, it's overdubbed for Netflix, so it's not in subtitles. But it's actually interesting to watch it, because it is essentially a Hallmark movie, but knowing that it's, like, from a different country, they say fuck about every other word in, <laughs> in the TV show, which there cracks is. me up. And she essentially is, like, in her early 30s, and she has to go home for Christmas, and she's the only single one left. And so she goes through a series of like crazy online date meetups to like meet the guy that she's gonna take home for Christmas. And so it's several different episodes of what of her journey to get there. And I actually really quite enjoyed it. Like I would recommend it after after watching this show. Cool. It was like because it was far more real. Like at one point, her roommate like sets fire to their house, and all on accident and all her presents burn up, which she's going to take. Yeah, you. you're right.
3: That's very real. That happens to me all the
0: time. Yeah, it sounds like something that happens to Clark Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But, like, and, is, but i, but I was It a was like. Terrible roommate. Because of, because of a, c- a candle. candle. I would, I would like, a who sets house, such a house fire because of a candle?
2: That's my husband's biggest fear. That's why I'm, like, legit not allowed to, like, burn candles at home.
1: That's crazy.
2: Because he, he's, af- he's afraid that I'll, like, set shit on fire no can we also talk about the fact though that like this woman has a roommate hallmark women never have roommates because then they'd have to like develop one more person's backstory and they don't want to do that they have a
0: friend but they don't have a
1: roommate
2: and they only have a friend like half the time the other half the time their friend is just like their dad
1: and also having to have a roommate would like compromise their whole thing of like this is the yeah this is the high powered independent career woman but she's so stressed out and unfulfilled. Turns out money really can't buy happiness. The only thing that can buy happiness is living a billionaire, who, uh, marrying a billionaire who lives in a small town for some
2: reason. Or a flannel what? wearing exactly. Christmas tree salesman. That's
1: right. Those are yes. the choices. Those are genuinely the choices.
0: And, you know, and Christmas is a time for a husband. hmm We never know what happens on Hallmark, except, of course,
2: they, they will, will fall in love. love.
0: So everyone have a really nice holiday. If we don't get these posted before Christmas, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you soon. You can find Hallmarked Up all over the internet at www.hallmarkedup.com, on Facebook at Hallmarked Up with Mary and Sarah, on Instagram at Hallmarked Up. And don't forget to look for our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.